This is the Revenge of the Podcast. Nope, Revenge of the Triforce. Oops. You blew it. You blew it. Episode number four. Everybody out there, new listeners coming on board, we love that you're here. Uh, This is Eric. We've got Tom and Jeff, and I wanted to take a moment just to give our listeners out there a little background about who we are. How do we know each other? Uh, How did we start this thing? So, Tom, let's move over to you first. How do you know either of us? Well, Jeff and I are childhood chums. We were very chummy in first grade. <laughs> we were best buds in first grade. And uh, yeah, I and Eric, you're Jeff's cousin, so I know you by proxy. We're best <laughs> buds also because I was over at your, at your cousin's house so many times that we just naturally hung. We didn't really have a choice in the matter. Yeah. We yeah, just that was two French friends that forced into friendship. Yeah. We became the Triforce, which is a very original title. We came up with ourselves. Yeah, it has we nothing to by do ourselves. With... It has nothing to do with the fact that we love Legend of Zelda. Yeah. And we got to post that picture it. to the, the webs for everybody to see where we're all just like doing this little maneuver. Uh, nobody can see that's listening, but we I always... posted that on Jeff's uh, Facebook wall for his birthday a few days ago. <laughs> well, we did. And we happy... still do it. Oh, yeah. And happy birthday, Jeff. The camera. For all the yeah. listeners. Yeah. We just. We all had a nice little party the other night. That was fun. Yeah. yeah that was a good time. That was a fun time. And, you know, thinking about how we all kind of became friends and, know, and have known each other. Yeah, what that, about you, Eric? I mean, I, I know you. Uh, obviously, we were uh, born. Uh, you were born a little bit before I was. But I honestly don't know how we started hanging out. I guess it was birthday parties. Our moms were very close. And then before you know it, like yeah, we, our family just... we became very close best friends and we live close by. So it was always nice to go and hang out at your house. And I would just play with all your games and toys because I didn't have as many cool ones as you did. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't know in the beginning, Eric and I didn't really like each other. Yeah, Jeff was kind <laughs> of annoyed. Yeah, a few years. He was kind of annoyed. Because he would just come over to play uh, play my uh, Nintendo 64. I'm like, Eric, we're going outside. We're doing stuff. And he's like, no, that's all right. Yeah. Because, yeah. Uh, totally, yeah. He sounded totally different back yeah. then, too. But... Yeah, I just wanted to sit and play video games while you guys sat and played them like, all the time. I came over. It was like, oh, my God, I finally get to play this Nintendo But then game. we realized we're both in the video games, and we started making Nintendo Power yeah. um, uh, videos on the camera. And started making, you know, yeah, there home, you go. home videos. I mean, who didn't make home videos? Yes. Yeah. And speaking of which, I want well, to take well, this. Well, wait, Tommy and I, how did, well, Tommy said a little bit of how we knew each other, but... Yeah, uh, Tommy and I, I think our friendship really grew with Goko Potty Rangers on the playground. Yeah. Potty Rangers? <laughs> no, there, well, everyone was in the Power Rangers, and there was this gigantic kid who... Uh, <laughs> who okay, this First is and last topic. name, please. This yeah. is where Tommy and I no. really started to pop. <laughs> There's this gigantic boy in our grade who <laughs> would get very triggered anytime you said certain things to him. And it was like he was like the winter soldier, like freight car, oh boy, tree, mother. But his his words were go go potty trainers. Cause I guess he was a big Power Rangers fan and he didn't like 
us making fun of it. So he would go nuts and like chase us and get get our heads and bash them against the drinking fountain. Oh, <laughs> oh God. And we we realized later as we matured that this boy had special needs, so we were the bullies. Uh, <laughs> we we uh, didn't know at the time. We thought like he was bull- we were because he was like twice our size. So we're like, How, we can't bully. He's yeah, he's the bully. Just, what do you? You're learning. So what do you mean, Miss? What do you mean, Mrs. Segerman? Why are we in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good points, man. Gosh, yeah. just going we're way We're bad back. people. Hey, that's why. Yeah, we're we all. The, the moral of the story is all three of us go way back. Go way way oh, yeah. back, and we all. I mean, we all have the similar interests and similar topics, and I mean, we've all been geeks at heart for the longest time, and I think that's why we all became so close over the years and just such good friends. So, uh, what a little heartfelt moment. I love that. So, everybody out there that's still listening, welcome. This is Revenge of the Triforce, and this week's theme, I want to I want to take us back to the 90s, back when we all kind of got to know each other and meet each other. Um, I really want to know, one of our favorite days of the week was Friday. Obviously, you're out of school. It's exciting. The weekend's here. And back then, the weekends actually lasted and seemed like a long time to get to Monday. And one of the best parts of that Friday after school evening was maybe getting some Pizza Hut personal pan pizzas or Little Caesars or whatever the fuck you get and sitting down with your family and watching TGIF. I mean, that was... I think the only channel I cared about on a Friday night in my household was what are the shows coming out? What's happening in the households? And so I just got to know the first question of the day is what were your guys' favorite? If you had to choose one, your favorite TGIF show, which family were you spending the most time with? Uh, Jeff, we'll start with you. Family I saw, man. Grunt there, Jeff. Well, yeah, I mean. Struggling with this. (laughs) <laughs> I think it. I think for me, it, it was, it was Full House. Full House was the one I look forward to the most in terms of families in the '90s. And I think the second closest would be Family Matters, just because of um, of um, Winslow's, because uh, the father was the cop in Die Hard, and he was <laughs> awesome. He was. But yeah. I definitely think, yeah, it's definitely Full House, and then a close second was. Um, was Family Matters. I think those would be my two. Sorry if you asked for one. But there was too many of them in the 90s. Yeah, there was too There many. were a lot. There were a lot. So, Tommy, similar fashion. What were some of your... What was your favorite one and maybe a runner-up? My favorite it. one was the the dumbest one, which was... Do you guys remember Dinosaurs? Oh, yes. God. <laughs> <laughs> these, like... Th- those costumes probably cost thousands of dollars. And just these giant animatronic dinosaur costumes. And it was kind of like the Flintstones, but like live action. And the baby, the little baby was famous for saying, anytime the father dinosaur, who was like a construction worker, would try to be involved or say anything or do anything with the baby, the baby would just beat the shit out of him and say, (laughs) not the mama, not the mama, not the... Because he he was saying, you're not my mom. Get away from me, creepy old man. That's what he was saying. (laughs) <laughs> in dinosaur but that was probably the dumbest show but it was also my favorite yeah yeah that's a good one i like and that. then i'm gonna go with full house after that like i think jeff already yeah. talked about full did you guys yes. watch fuller house the remake on uh netflix I, the first season i did not I, yeah it wasn't great it wasn't great it wasn't it wasn't great i'd say the the 90s show did it better uh even though it wasn't perfect but uh in terms of the remakes of 90s or 90s sitcoms. I think was that 70 show in the 90s? 
Mm, that was like probably 2000, early 2000s. Yeah, 98, 98. Started in 98. Oh. But mm. yeah, we didn't all, I don't think we all started watching it till later. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, yeah, it didn't, that remake was not that great. Yeah. They also, I think, I think they also made a spinoff of Boy Meets World, right? Oh Recently. yeah, that I didn't even watch. Girl yeah, no, I didn't. World. I didn't either. Girl Meets World. Yeah, it's called Girl Meets World. How clever! How do they? How very do they think of it. <laughs> I mean, I gotta, I gotta throw out my favorite show, Home Improvement. I don't know if I could. Oh yeah, it could get better than Tim Allen. Because here's the thing. Uh, obviously, a lot of you don't even know who I am or my family, but. Growing up with a father that was basically like that, like dad jokes, and he mm. was into kind of remodeling the house and would kind of get into some of those situations where it's like, you know, you you measure 15 times, you cut once, and now we have to go back to Lowe's or Home Depot because we messed something up. Um, so he was kind of like, Tim Allen was kind of just like my dad. So it was just fun to sit down and watch and like we just kind of make fun of my dad and like, you did that. You know, like you did something like that. And so they were probably my favorite family and a second... I think, I mean, we're all on the same page, man. Full House, you, it was just such a good show. It was such a good... Just did everything right. Family chemistry. I feel like there's so many teachable moments. I feel like our parents did, and, and shout out to all the parents out there, but like you guys probably did like 60% of the parenting, and the other 40% was from TGIF. I'm just throwing that out <laughs> there, because we learned a lot of serious life lessons from watching those shows. Like well, every that's single what those one shows had them. did. Now they don't, I don't think they do that really anymore but back then there was there's was always a lesson to be had i mean you know we can talk about the cosby show just because bill cosby is you know a uh crazy man doesn't yeah hey separate show. the art from the artist in that case for sure yeah but the show had a lot of good values and you know touched on a lot of social issues for that time all of them did they which all... was pretty ironic <laughs> yeah <laughs> really ended up really being well. pretty ironic <laughs> but i don't i don't i don't know any sitcoms now that do that at all it's always like now it's they're just i don't know they just is that the case that. Or they, do they not do that anymore or do we just not watch sitcoms anymore because i don't think i've watched a sitcom a new one in a long time i, I feel like they try i'll throw this out there because i used to watch like i'll say in the past 15 years i used to watch some modern family i used to watch some like goldbergs and some of those shows and they really try to have like that as a as but like, Modern Family, those people are really generally like awful people. No, yeah, but still they <laughs> all try to sit down and have that serious moment them. of like, hey, that's bad and here's the reason why. Or like, hey, champ, it's okay that you you failed math class. Like, don't worry about that's it. That's the one dad and he's the only one that's like the good-hearted person in the whole show. Yeah. I but mean, also like, to Jeff's point. They were always it. trying to make, you know, a good point, all of them together. It was just more wholesome. Right. But you've also got shows, like, to Jeff's point today, like, super popular shows like It's Always Sunny, where they are literally <laughs> three of the worst people on the planet. Like, there's no, yeah. there's nothing moral about these people, but you're cheering them on because they're hilarious. Yes. They're good shows. That show, would just... not have, that show could not have been made in the 90s when we grew up because, well, I mean, if, if it was, we for sure would not have been allowed to watch it. Oh, right, right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can I also just uh, say real quick that, when we were little watching Full House, had no idea Bob Saget, A, was a comedian, and a pretty dirty one, too. Oh, yeah, he was filthy. <laughs> he was known for the, the aristocrats bit. <laughs> Google that. Don't watch it at work. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember the first time watching those videos, and it's like, oh, 
that that lovable dad that could never harm a fly or if he said crap in the show it was like a rated r moment whoa crud uh-oh jeez Bob Saget did America's funniest home videos what he's saying these awful things yeah oh my god and you, we also honorable mention too we have to talk about how the fact that uh uncle joey the actor that played him david coulier i think had I a song out. he had a song written about him a famous song you guys know what i'm getting at here no alanis morissette oh wrote yeah <laughs> the song. he was the guy that she went down on in the theater Oh, how messed that, up is that? Oh yeah, I think I heard that. Just him and those luscious locks of hair just flowing down the back. You could fact check that right now. It might have been like a, a you, thing, yeah, like it a was rumor. You but ought to know, right? You, you ought, ought to know. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was also really cool to see when uh, Bob Saget did unfortunately pass away. That apparently him and John Stamos were like best friends. Like they were both in Fuller House. They both made it just, just continued like a super strong friendship. I know a lot of people on those shows do friends and all that but it seemed like they were really close-knit yeah because um, it seemed to really affect him the months afterward a little bit harder i think than other people and he talked more about it. he was on more shows about it which was cool to see that even in real life a few of them were, were very very close yeah and we gotta have another honorable mention out there that none of us mentioned was boy meets world i think that was oh yeah that was mm -hmm. a fun show i think it was you know kind of cool and you know how could you beat mr feeney and what's his name the older brother eric uh just a lot of i don't know they just had like really i don't know like everyday stuff happening that made it so much more believable like nowadays i feel like just sitcoms and stuff it's like you know, things that happen in their family, it's like, but they're still in a fucking, like, eight-bedroom mansion. So, like, oh, my gosh, you know, something bad happened to us. It's like, I think you're still going to do okay, right? Like, Roseanne, right. another one, right? Like, it's just a... Yeah, Roseanne was good. It was more... Middle-class family. I watched Roseanne. That's a great show. Yeah. Like, and I love... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, John Goodman. John Goodman. Goodman. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He's one of my favorite actors. I mean, he's incredible in anything he's in, so... If you like him, it's worth going back and watching. Yeah. What about Fresh Prince? Can we talk about that? Or yeah, is uh, now our yeah. childhood kind of cool guy Will Smith now turned complete asshole? <laughs> um, he, he didn't go like full Bill Cosby. Let's not. No, no. <laughs> He's just he 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 had a, he acted up a little bit at the Oscars. We talked about that. Oh, I the think Margot last Robbie week. thing was pretty. Oh yeah, that too. too but, I remember um, you mentioning that. So we don't know how much more of this weird stuff he's been doing. But anyway, that was still a good show, and that had a lot of cool, you know, uh, moments in it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, really good acting. And like throwing too. Jazzy Jeff out the door every episode was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, and I think <laughs> I gotta admit, I think Fresh Prince is probably the only '90s sitcom that made me actually like cry, and I didn't understand why. Right? It was the whole. Scene where his dad walks out on him and Uncle why don't Phil, you want me, man? Yeah, yeah, that one. I was like, oh my god, are these? Am I like getting emotional over a TV show? Because like, yeah, some of those moments, like they play the music and like maybe the dog dies in Full House or something, and I'm like, eh, you know, that sucks. But I feel like that was the only show that actually brought me to tears because of the acting. It was just so good. Pour one out for Comet. R.I.P. Comet. <laughs> Comet. Yeah. And, and realizing that the the Olsen twins were twins, and you didn't know which one was actually in the yeah. episode. That yeah. was always a fun game to play. Do you guys watch Friends at all? It seems like we yes. were too young for it. No, I, I did was... watch Friends, but I didn't watch Friends till 
I don't know, up until like 10 years ago, maybe. My mom was really into like the more adult sitcoms like Friends and Seinfeld. And I do. I, I used to watch those with her. That was my first uh, exposure to stand-up comedy was watching the intro oh, yeah. to every episode of Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld doing his mm. classic bits <laughs> up there. But yeah, we watched Friends too. Yeah, my sister was huge into Friends, like, as it came out, like, had the whole, had to get the VHS tape, the whole 10-box collection, then turn into DVDs. Uh, I finally just watched it, like, a year ago, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. I just never cared for it, and then I finally went back through it, and, man, they just, they hit on, like, all the major topics of, like, trying to become an adult. And it's just so funny the reunion. to think. Oh, yeah, the reunion. Oh, God. The reunion on HBO <laughs> Max was really good. Yeah, that was good. Would you uh, consider... Next generation, a sitcom. Oh my god, no! <laughs> oh god, that's I a remember completely different genre. On, when TNG would be on, my older brother would constantly flip back and forth between the two during commercials, and I get so pissed off because I was, was I was always like, "You're gonna miss the, the when it comes back on." No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And for some reason, I hated TNG for the longest time because. That was my memory of it, that it was interrupting Full House, and he wasn't going to make it back in time for when the commercials were over. That was a little vent. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how you you know that stuff. Like I, So at one point in my life, right after Home Improvement was done, that was my bedtime. I don't know if that was 8.30 or 9 o'clock, whatever the hell it was, but I just remember the credits, like the little ding, you know, like the touchstone or whatever it was, like... That was my cue to go to bed. So anytime I see it now, it's like I, I'm like brainwashed, uh, like like the Winter Soldier. The I just I like got that. Have to the go. touchdown title. Yeah. Or touchstone title. Yeah. I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. The, uh, the circle with the yeah. Yep. Like that was my my noise for bedtime. Man. Good times, guys. Good times. I mean, we we've got lots to talk about in the '90s here, Tommy. I think you had our next topic of the day. Let's jump right we, in. So you want to guess what snack my kids had for dessert tonight that was t pulled directly from the 90s? I think we witnessed the birth of it. It involves a kangaroo. Ooh, I know. I know. What? I know Go. Duckaroos, duckaroos. <laughs> they still make that shit. <laughs> and my wife buys it for my boys, and they love it. Of course they love it. Why wouldn't they love it? But we got to witness the birth. I think they were created in the 90s, Dunkaroos with a little kangaroo. Yep. And... um. You don't get nearly as much frosting as we got no. nowadays. Of course, they cut down on that. But we get we had koala yummies. We we witnessed oh, yeah. the birth of gushers. Do you remember the first? We were the first generation to bite into a fruit snack and just feel this explosion in our mouth <laughs> of warm fruit goo. <laughs> warm fruit goo. <laughs> hey mom, a mouthful of warm fruit goo. All right, I gotta ask you a quick. What question, an amazing though. feeling. I gotta ask you guys a quick question about Dunkaroos, though. How did you eat those? Because there's very particular ways that people eat Dunkaroos. So Tommy, oh, you go okay. First. So I'm pretty sure what I did, because this is what I would still do as an adult, is I ate ninety percent of the cookies plain. Just just ate the cookies. I'm just eating cookies right now, just regular old cookies. And then I would take the last cookie and just have a frosting feast. Just fill my mouth with frosting and then I would go back with the cookie and scrape the rest of the frosting off the walls of the cup and eat the cookie at that point. Okay. That is, I think that's really the only, I think that's the I correct mean, I, way I, to do it. That's how I used to do it. I don't know if yeah. that's something yeah. we all taught each Good. other. We I was, was going to say or... that's the right way. Cause that's exactly how you should do <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. And I gotta, I gotta throw this out there. It's something that anybody can do. I never have done it, but my oldest sister has done it many times. 
is get that recipe online and she makes really big batches of the frosting like legit mm. it tastes one to one in a huge tub and she just gets like neko wafers or whatever the fuck and mm. just go to town she brought it camping one time and i i swear i sat there for like two hours and didn't say a word i was just <laughs> your sister after this i was just reliving that memory of the 90s so sorry tommy to cut you off with your little theme here but i just had to know no that's perfect that's a good that's yeah i'm glad we're on the same page with it it's basically just frosting dunkaroos were created to just give kids plain frosting. Just here's a cup of frosting for you. Yeah. I feel like Kuala Yummies are underrated. I don't know many people that talk about that. And I used to love Those, that snack. Yeah. I only ever see them anymore. There's this gigantic Asian grocery store by me. And they have all kinds of treats from like China, Japan. I see like I'm pretty sure they're kind of a staple over there still. But I don't really see them in a, like Jewel. I don't see them at Walmart or anything. No. You're right. I don't really see them out either. Gushers are obviously still around, very prevalent. Gushers, yogurt, stuff like that, still around. Pop tarts um, that came out around then. Warheads. Ooh, Warheads. God. You remember Warheads in middle school? Hey, Eric, I, you oh, had I some love... last time I was there. Oh my! They didn't. God. They weren't popular for very long, but when they first came on the market, it's like super, super sour candy. And I remember passing them around in middle school, kind of like drugs. Yep. Like we would like literally like, hey man, what? Because you're you're not supposed to have candy in school. We're, yeah. we're not supposed to have anything, not even gum. But we were past. We were addicted to these super sour candies, and it was it was like drugs because it was secret. You would show your stash, and you'd say things like, hey man, have you tried this new, you know, dark blue raspberry or whatever the new yeah. flavor is? And we're like, no, what is it? Oh, it's it's really intense, bro. You're gonna yeah, whatever the fucking <laughs> this, like blue one. This was. is gonna blow your mind, and then you put it in your mouth, and it's like, oh my god, can you survive the yeah. Whatever it was, I think it was like sixty seconds of the most intense sour flavor you've ever had. But then it was just it just turned into this this delicious, you know, sweet hard candy. Yeah. And then I think there was a center, right? Wasn't there like a like a powder fizzy? Center. Yeah, like yeah. a fizzy. So it was just a whole. It was kind of like a Willy Wonka that scene yeah. where it's the whole meal in your mouth. It was a very intense. Uh, yeah, you just sequential experience. You just go to town and destroy your mouth. I vividly remember like just taking a handful of them, and the best part was you had to individually unwrap each of them. Right? It was oh yeah, like, yeah. Ooh, this is fresh. You hear a little like pop. They and... each came in their own little dime bag. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that was like very cost effective for them as opposed to just throwing a whole shit ton in a bag. Like you still got the same thing, but hey, it, whatever yeah. they did worked. That was a good little treat. Fruit by the foot. I was in love with fruit by the foot. Mm, yeah. And I hope yeah, it's not was... controversial, but Fruit by the Foot is better than Fruit Roll-Up. I fucking hated Fruit yeah. Roll-Ups. <laughs> you also like string cheese. You still do. Oh, that yeah. There's out. a whole pack in my fridge upstairs right yep. now. My wife eats string uh, cheese. So do my kids. I have two that I don't know if you guys remember, but um, one's a drink and one's an ice cream. The first one I'll go with is the drink. They were Mandos or Mondos? Mondos, so yeah. Remember those? Yeah. Oh my they God. came in that plastic thing and you just suck twist off that mystery top. liquid out of it like it was we, candy we made we got we we ruined so many shirts with those i'm pretty sure our moms <laughs> were like god damn and then they things. had the like the the ones where you like squeeze and it changed it to a different color it was almost like you pop a pill or something into the drink yeah and it would change colors and it was like oh cool dude what fucking flavor is that? And like you're the cool. I'm telling you, these were all practice for hard drugs later on. <laughs> and then the the other the ice cream. I, I don't. Did you, Tommy? I don't know if you did. Eric, you definitely did. When 
we had the ice cream man come down the street back when that was a thing. No, my driveway was too long. And uh, I, th- I think you did have it at my house before when they were oh, coming. Oh, probably, yeah. And you were over. But they had that weird uh, Ninja Turtle-looking ice cream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with the, like, gumball like, eyeballs. Yeah, you opened like it up, and it was a Picasso. Yeah, <laughs> Choco Taco. Yeah, all those other great stuff. The just push like pop really stuff. big red lips instead of, like, you know, there's yeah. no <laughs> mouth there, just lips. It was Michelangelo on the package. Why do I give Donatello? Yeah. I mean, my favorite was the screwball. I loved that ice cream, and then at the bottom was the gumball, which mm. you basically, when you're chewing that gumball, like, it just disintegrates because it's so fucking frozen and hard and... There's no gum to be chewed there. You just literally swallow a gumball because you broke it apart. Yeah, how, that sounds horrible. A frozen, ice-cold piece of gum. Oh, man. It, it, it was worth it. Nice little hot summer day. I'm going to just wreck my teeth at the end of this little ice cream adventure. So good. So there, we, there was obviously a lot of delicious treats, and we were very fortunate to be the first generation to experience so many good ones. But there were some flops, mm. too, I wanted to talk about. Jeff, you mentioned the Mondo... Which you can still get, I think, that Kool-Aid makes them now. Like the, the squeeze bottles. Back in the 90s, they were called Squeeze It. Do you guys remember the Jello one? Jellos? Oh, yeah. I have had God. that a couple of times. It was gross. It was a squeeze. So the same bottle, Squeeze It, but it's full of, like, jelly. Jello. It was juice but that you had to chew. It was the most yep. effed up thing ever. But <laughs> I, I remember loving it as a kid because it was, like, such an experience. It was like jello shots for kids. That's what it was. <laughs> Again, training for the hard stuff. Man. And then there was also orbits. Do you remember orbits? I feel like Juice I Juice with little jelly balls inside. Oh. For some reason we just liked chewy chewy juice, I guess. <laughs> yeah. God, I, I we there was a lot of interesting drinks. Like I even like the little rainbow drinks. I think they make those still, right? They're like the little grenade style. Where you poke mm-hmm, a hole they in do the top, stomach, it was yeah. like I remember those being really popular. Um, God, they just there was like fruit strings. I'm looking up some like failed snacks that we totally forgot about, like fruit. Oh, string I got thing. two more that I want yeah. to mention. Yeah, go for it. Well, so obviously, Lunchables were Lunchables a big part of your palate. They still are. In the of course, Eric still. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> Eric eat them. I've gone so, into his fridge looking for a snack, and there's. Fucking Lunchables. When, when we were kids, they came out with Lunchables Pizza, which I, I think they still have. Yeah. Lunchables. I still see them in the cafeteria at the school where I work. Kids still love that stuff. They also had, at the same time, Lunchable Taco Bell tacos. Do you guys remember those? Yes. And it was the like tortilla. a tortilla. Yeah. It was the tortillas, tortillas. Tortillas and cheese. Oh. No lettuce, because what's the point? The meat and the squeeze good. meat. <laughs> I, I like the just meat was it. cold. It came in like a toothpaste bottle, like a like a ketchup bottle, and you would squeeze it just it across was. the tortilla, and it looked it looked and smelled like dog food. But I promise you, it tasted exactly like a Taco Bell taco. Yes, hundred percent. I could still taste it in my mouth. Like it was. I would even like do the, the with my teeth. I would like get oh, all God. Of the, the meat sauce out of there. It was so disgustingly good. Like I think about that. When I have stomach flu and I really need to throw up, <laughs> like, I think about. Even it. though I loved it as a kid, like I didn't, I wasn't grossed out by it at all. I I ate it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on all those fronts. I had I think every type of lunchable. Nowadays, if I'm gonna get a lunchable as a you know 35 year old adult, 
Um, I recommend just the mozzarella and pepperoni on crackers. It's a nice little good. It's a good little snack. Good little protein. Well, it's called charcuterie now. Well, we're, yes, we're, of course. We're mature adults. <laughs> we call it. Yeah. We don't admit that it's just lunchables. I'll never tell my secrets, but yeah, it's a, a good little treat. Man, there's just so many good snacks. We were, I mean, we were spoiled. We they, I don't know what they were doing in the '90s, but they were just pumping out like content nowadays with shows and movies and streaming yeah. stuff. That was our renaissance was just we mm-hmm. got snacks and goodies and treats and they were just everything was testing positive. I don't think they said no to well, one fucking idea. They you're right, they didn't. There was one thing that we never mastered in the nineties and that was uh low fat potato chips. <laughs> Cause that was the Those are gross. <laughs> you, you, Do you remember the Olestra chips? Oh god. When those came out, the Olean oh, chips. They were called. They were marketed under Wow because they were low fat but tasted exactly like the real thing, and like we feasted on those when they first came out. I remember everyone in my household was like, "Wow, these taste exactly." You kidding me? These are low fat. What are the calories? We're just feasting on these Olean chips, and then <laughs> twenty-four to forty-eight hours later, <laughs> our oh worlds were destroyed oh because they give you diarrhea. Oh yeah. And they they were not on the market for very long before people were like, this isn't worth it. I. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, since we're we're talking about some cool 90s stuff and the cool sugary treats that, you know, uh, made dare um, be irrelevant because now everyone's in the drug. Thanks, 90s treats and snacks. Uh, I wanted to go over some other uh, other drugs of the 90s, which, you know, it was the rise, really, of predominant video gaming in the house. I mean, prior to then, it was more in the arcades and stuff. And uh, we did get, um, you know, Nintendo, but we also got these other things, which were basically little characters on the screen. And there was Tiger Electronics that we used to play with. But then this one little egg came out one day. And it was called Tamagotchi, and the whole world freaked out. And <laughs> and within a week, everyone was talking about it, and then everyone had to get one, and they were sold out everywhere for months to get this stupid digital pet that then the school started banning because they would go off. Mm-hmm. And it was it was kind of the the first uh piece of technology you took into the school that started to annoy uh, teachers. It, it prepped them for cell phones that would later emerge uh, a few years later. Yeah. Do you guys remember these things? I um, had a, yeah, I had a couple different Tamagotchis. Yeah. I remember bringing it on. Uh, we went on a trip to Europe, and that was like my basically the distractor of like, how, we'll keep Eric occupied. But yeah, the Tiger Electronic Toys, and then my Tamagotchi trying to keep it alive. It, it would always shit itself. I'd always have to clean up. Have to exercise it. You have like three buttons. I don't know how we were so yeah, entertained and like managed to be so excited about this thing because it would just like go left, go right. You would have to feed it if it got hungry. I don't remember if there was. It like, was hard. Yeah, there was like unlimited food, so like you just feed it when it was. It was just like and you had to check this thing constantly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. if see. you didn't, it would evolve. It would change form. Yeah. There and was based on how well evolve. you took care of it. It would. Yeah. And like if you just completely neglected it, it turned into a plant because <laughs> plants have the ability to feed themselves <laughs> with sunlight. That was literally in the instructions. God, and then they let them, I mean, I think they let them die, if I recall, right? If you just, did, yeah. 
neglected. Yeah, they die eventually. Our parents would kill them because we always asked our parents when we went to school once they got banned, please take care of the dog. Yeah. I remember when it died, it turned into... Dealing with those stupid things that she said just beeped all day and we come home, they'd be dead. The screen had a picture of a gravestone on it when it died. Yeah. Yeah, and it was sad. Morbid. You were sad. I, I'm pretty sure I cried when my first Tamagotchi died. Well, and then a few, a couple years later, a show came out that was trying to compete with Pokemon, and it was called Digimon. And Digimon decided to come out with their own battle Tamagotchi. And the whole shitstorm started all over again. This time, <laughs> you could battle each other. Of course. And it was awesome. Because what better way to raise and nurture a pet than to make it fight other pets physically? Yep. I mean, I'm telling you, parents did 60% of the parenting. The rest of the time, it was shit like this. Just teaching us how to <laughs> how to fend for ourselves and train your pets to battle each other. And it, it was great. It was and people right wonder before. why we're so fucked up now. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because then we had Pokemon. and Everything we did was just train your pets to battle people for, like, years. That was the big game. Virtual dog fights. That's all yeah. it was. <laughs> and then trade them for um, something else. And you were just trading livestock for other livestock. Yeah, we were all... Yeah, I'm we telling you, we were, we were bad people. Well, and there was times where stakes were pretty high. Like, even with something like Pogs, you bring your favorite Pogs to school. And you oh, yeah, there's the games where you slam them, whichever ones are face up you keep, or the other ones that are face down. I forget the actual game, but half the kids would go home crying because they lost their favorite pot. Like everybody's that was gambling. Pogs was gambling. Exactly. We were were gambling and doing drugs. We were dog fighting, drinking jello shots, set us up for drugs. And then they, and then they send us to dare. Like that was going to do anything. (laughs) See an officer Marcus once a week is going to combat all the drugs and dog (laughs) fights we're participating in. Didn't they do a lot of research on that? And a couple of years ago, they said it actually had a negative impact. Oh, yeah, it was worthless. And it actually made them want to try it more so than it prevented. And it was a complete and utter failure. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but we all got, some, uh, all got some cool t-shirts out of it, though, right? We I'm did. pretty sure I still have mine. And we got to sing the song, which we will not sing for everybody, but we, we could if we wanted the- to. We'll be, uh, the- that'll, that'll be for our, drugs, uh, our that pain one. customers. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, customers. <laughs> yeah, send us more money, people. Yeah. If you guys have money right now, that would be great if you could send it over. But, so you can buy more 90s merch. Oh, man. Yeah, we got a... I, I just looked it up, Tamagotchis, and Walmart is selling it for like $58. Are you fucking crazy? Are they like, like real? new ones? These new like a new one? Ones? Yep. Yep. Yeah, some of them are pretty nuts. Yep. It's like, like I did not know ones. they came back out with more. It, it probably costs negative cents to make. Don't just give it away for free. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I get it. Colored screens too. You can put photos on. It. Yeah, they're pretty nuts. God, Gotta and they're love still it. popular. Popular. You get to hang it off your bag, and it's cool. And they have Baby Yoda now, so <laughs> you know my niece even knows about them again. You know, I mean, way to keep up with trends. So yeah. I mean, I think I'll throw this out there as kind of a final thought is I feel like our nostalgia of the 90s and growing up in the 90s, I feel like that will persist amongst all other nostalgia generations. I'm going to throw that out there. I feel like ours is the most prevalent. Ours is like the biggest changes happen, right? The internet came out. All this digital Mm, stuff happened. The video game boom in industry 
I don't know if that can be topped, right? Like, even, like, the kids from 2000 2010, like, what are they going to look back on? Like, hey, I was six when MySpace came out. Like, they grew up with, I don't know. No, right now, hey, I grew up when, before AI took over everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, the AI. (laughs) We were also, not to be a downer, but we were also, we experienced all of that, like, crazy technology and cool shit before 9-11. So, like, we didn't. You know, the world kind of started, I think, going a little crazy at that point. Yeah. Obviously for Nat, for obvious reasons. And we, you know, we we just didn't have that same fear, I think. We were just kind of fearless and doing warheads and drinking jello shots. And, yeah, and watching And dogfighting or Tamagotchis, yeah. <laughs> yeah, life was good. Life was good, kids. If you could go in the time machine, definitely go back to 1990 for 10 years and just check it out. It was an interesting ride. It was an awesome ride. Recommend it. Highly recommended. All right, boys. Well, that's a wrap. I would love to thank you both for joining us. And let's do some plugs. Tommy, I know you got some plugs over there. Let's go for it. I don't know when this will be out, but Monday, March 30th, I'm headlining Zany's Comedy Club in Chicago. Tickets are still available. It's going to be a good time. Go to angrygymteacher.com for details on that. And what was that date again? Monday, March 20th. So... If you're listening to this because it wasn't released till Tuesday, you missed it. Good job. Great. <laughs> you fucked well, it up. Well, hopefully yeah. it gets this out before then. Yeah, so hopefully. we're trying to shoot for Fridays now. We're working on that shit. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. We appreciate it. And is there any other way to end the episode? I mean, I love it. You said, you said the home improvement. You got to just do your best, Tim Allen. <clears throat> all right. all at the same time? All at the just same Eric. time. Let's do it all yeah. at the same yeah. time. All right. Three, okay. two, one. <gasps> <gasps> I think we all did a different. Yeah. We all did a different Tim Mallon noise. Perfect. <laughs> Rank us, guys. Scale to one to amazing. Thank you. Have a good week. Mm-hmm.